You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. One day, all four members of the 9to5 crew will be on an episode of 9to5 Entertainment System. This is not today! What do we talk about? Pony Girls. Oh, yeah, and fuck jars. Yeah, and Sophie is way conservative. And Keith is a devil child. Voting. And politics. And Captain America. Man, this is all boring. Let's start this over. No, yep. no, keep going, keep going. Nope. We're restarting, because that was shitty. Okay. We can be way fucking tighter than that. All right. I feel that I'm going to keep this one. Nope. <laughs> and Basically, if it's not one, it's Scott. If it's not one... (laughs) Uh, I'm just lamenting that Scott's not here talking I about know. this. Once I again, know. Scott is not I, here. I feel Listeners. extra bad because I had a topic that I wanted to get everybody, the full crew, the team's opinion on. And, I, and, I, and I'm disappointed now I'm not going to get to hear Scott's opinion well, on it until, until maybe later. I can, I can be interim, Scott. You yeah. know, I, I think you're going to have a little extra special commentary on this particular one. I saw a picture yesterday okay. that really made me start thinking. And um, <laughs> made me and start so thinking. Let me describe the picture thought, to you. Thought-provoking photo. It's this lady who is stop, dressed. Stop right there. Yeah. I'm offended. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we're, 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 we're not there yet. We're gonna be though. It's this lady who is dressed up like a pony. Okay. Okay. She's wearing like a full ha- harness and everything. Digging it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's like it's that picture of the Scooby Gang. That's my fetish. <laughs> and um and she's got like a like a like a whole pony headdress on, and her hands are like covered in hoof things, and her feet are covered in hoof things, and she's wearing pony girl. Get ready for this. She's wearing like a skin tight bodice. Okay, so it's like yeah, it's tight and revealing a little bit, but it's not like it's it's like no no more than a swimsuit would be. Okay. okay? She's in a, a park. Mm-hmm. There are kids in the background running around. Not a lot, but whatever. It's like, okay. imagine this in Mount Royal, okay? And she's carrying, she's got like a carriage hooked up to her, her harness, okay? And then there's a chick in the carriage getting like driven around by this pony girl. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, there, there was some, co- obviously this was on Reddit, there's some commentary. Some people thought it was a pr- inappropriate behavior in a, in a thing. Subreddit drama certainly thought that it was inappropriate for a public park, and I wanted to hear what you guys had to think. If you saw this going on at Mount Royal, there's kids and families, whatever, running around, and then these, like, two chicks pony playing it up, nothing overtly sexual, what do you think? <laughs> I, Zobie? No, 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 go ahead, Kate, I, go ahead. There was, like, 8,000 comments on yeah, this thing, I so. don't have, like, an enormous problem with it, oddly. Like, I mean, if it's, like I said, it's if it's the same thing as, like, a swimsuit and whatever, yeah. it's just, like, a weird swimsuit costume. I mean, if they're, like, running up to people being like, look at her, it's like, that's so much, but if they're just fucking doing a little, I was going to say clop-clop, but, like, <laughs> not clop-clop. Yeah. But what the fuck is clop-clop? Google it. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. Or, or even better, just, like, dive right in, slash R, slash space clop. You're there. What? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't really have that much of an issue with it. Yeah. I mean, like, if there's women fucking sunbathing out in a park in swimsuits and stuff, which mm-hmm. you see fucking all the time up totally. on Mount Royal, and you see some people doing their thing, I'd be like, like, if there's, no, like, again, like I said, provided they're not doing anything sexual, like, what's the difference? What, of, what if it is sexual? If it's sexual, then that's being a little inappropriate. But how do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? No, 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 no. like, if there's not, okay, like, and I'm saying overtly sexual. Sexual to, like, the layman. Because, like, maybe the fucking both girls are, like, getting off, like, never before. That, doing that's this, what like, I was, that's what I was pony play. But, like, that doesn't fucking matter. Like, maybe some guy's fucking fetish is boffo sword fighting and is fucking creaming his pants boffo fighting up on the mountain every Sunday. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It does yeah. not affect me. So, if they're, if this is their thing and they're getting off on it, but they're not, like, fucking moaning and being overtly sexual to the layperson uh-huh. then I don't give a fuck that, honestly that term so appropriate right now <laughs> Sophie um fetish is not always sexual but uh-huh. it is um something that will alter your state of being what 
Yeah. It will generate a huge... Call me old-fashioned, but I just use drugs. Yeah, well, <laughs> other people will use endorphins that are naturally generated. <laughs> and it brings them into okay. something that is called subspace. Not all, not everybody can react like a normal human being when they're in this subspace type thing. Mm-hmm. So regardless of whether or not there is sexual play afoot, mm-hmm. or a clop, whatever... Hey, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's good. There are... They are still there in a in a fetish context, and I think that that is not cool to do around kids. Uh, plus, for not having you know tits hanging out and shit and balls yeah. slapping around, that's not great. necessarily yeah. relevant. Yeah, yeah. no, it, just because it's not overtly sexual or sexual at all does not mean that it is not presenting um, an alternate state of being to children that they are not. Ready to process. Uh, okay, but no, no, a lot of people commented on that exact thing. Like, it doesn't matter if it was like overtly sexual or not. What matters is that it, like, me, like they're they're forcing other people in a sense to be involved in their fetish yes. play. Like, and part of it might be the fact that they're doing this out in public, and that that's like part of the game to them. But like by not giving people the choice whether or not they want to participate in it by doing it in a public environment. Yeah, but. Again, like back to the the Bafo sword fighter on the mountain thing. Yeah. If that's his fetish, then he can't do it. You know, I'm like, like there, there's yeah. a certain element to having a, a fetish that's not overtly sexual. That like. Okay, the, Keith. There's a difference between some guy who creams his pants and nobody notices, and some guy who shows up in full fetish gear in a park and blatantly displays it. But that. But now the thing is, though, is that again, full fetish gear, at least in the traditional full fetish gear, is overtly sexual. There's no such thing as traditional fetish gear. There, Oh my god, there absolutely is. Oh my god, there isn't. Holy fuck. Well, okay. I, I'm, not, I'm saying historically traditional. Or, or how I'm about, not saying traditional like as in like, this is the right way to be a fetishist or How whatever. about stereotypically? That's stereotypical. Fine. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the historical, like if you look at like pictures of fetish clubs from the 70s with the like leather daddy look and Get whatever. Get to your actual point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this I'm, is d- another I'm just debate. saying it's, it's not, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, but that is identified by most people as something that is overtly sexual. Like, if you're, like, a blue, like, a fucking guy who likes wearing tight jeans, and that's your fetish, and you get your fucking jollies fucking walking around, people being like, look at me in my tight jeans, look at my tight jeans, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't fucking matter, because guess what, that's not something that people can identify as a fetish, and if you're not fucking, like, moaning or acting creepy while you're walking around in your tight jeans, you're like, there's a guy in a tight jeans, that guy might be getting off like never before, (laughs) but, like... It just not to say it doesn't matter, but it's like how can you stop him? Because it's like that's not overtly sexual, and I don't think it's overtly offensive. It's just a guy walking around in tight jeans. Yeah. So and, and I find that these girls are in the exact same boat. I'm like, it's a little weird, and if I saw that, I'd be like a little weird. But if they're not fucking like grinding up against each other or moaning or doing anything else that I would identify as overtly sexual, I'd be like, look at them enjoying their fetish in a way that's not offensive to anybody. Who fucking cares? I disagree with that. I think it's rather more extreme than a guy wearing tight jeans. And I don't... It is is more abnormal. I don't know if extreme is the word. But, like, and my counter... Like, using Mount Royal as a basis, which is by far the probably craziest public park that you could go to on a Sunday when <laughs> well, you have fucking jugglers I, I, and I would fighters. disagree because there's this place in Portland where you can go where there are girls doing pony play. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, but it's like when, like, and, like the Vice Guide to Montreal when they were just like when you go up to Mount Royal on Sunday and there's like a crazy like party going on. Party yeah. drum circle circus fucking shop with some people dressed up in medieval gear yeah. fucking fighting with foam swords and you're like oh is this to celebrate something? You're like Sunday. Like yep. that's it. And it's just like like people fucking doing handstands and there's some contortionists up there practicing their contortionism and there's fucking like jugglers and all that shit and nobody fucking thinks nothing of it and I'm saying no I understand exactly what you're saying Keith but I mean it doesn't change the fact that that, I mean if something just passes by Mm -hmm. like okay whatever it's it's a little out of the norm but okay it doesn't bother anybody right but something that like flat out kids will not understand and will ask their parents uncomfortable questions is something that I think should be perhaps reconsidered. I'd, people I would, made that exact same argument about people displaying gay affection in public. Okay, well, I disagree with that. But but do, do you see how there's like a comparison to be made there? If if you see two guys holding hands and, and a parent is like, oh well, now I have to explain to my kid what fucking two men holding hands means. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit what you tell your fucking kid. Like, no, because I think um, fetish is is something that is um, a personal choice. Something that you, that you're attracted to and that you choose to practice. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of fetishists that would disagree. 
a lot of fetishes say that they can't choose this and this is what they find arousing. Whereas homosexuals is not a choice that you can choose where and when to practice. But Okay, but I'm just saying, but some fetishists say this is not a choice. This is what I find arousing. This is, this is how I was point. born. This is besides the point that I'm trying to make. I don't think so. I think it's the same thing. Some fetishists argue that it's just like homosexuality. It's not a choice. It, yeah, but you can choose where and when to practice. So you can choose where and when to practice homosexuality if I want to be like a yeah, right-wing well, asshole? Yeah, well, it's the same as I, like if, I, if there were two people like – not not necessarily blatantly having sex, but doing like super heavy making out in a park. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, that's doing that's that. in, that's inappropriate. It doesn't matter if you're straight yeah, or gay exactly. or, or if it's a yeah. fetish or whatever. Like that's whatever. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, right. but that's what I'm saying. Since there yeah. isn't that overt sexuality to right. what they're doing, and if a kid asked me what they're doing, I'd be like, they're She's fucking dressing playing? up like a pony. It's fun. <laughs> if you've never fucking played pony, yeah, like, these are people playing pony. The end. Yeah. So that's what that's what a lot of people said. A lot of people were like, "No, this is wrong." Blah blah blah, fetish. Blah blah blah. Twist. The chick who was dressed up as a pony showed up in the thread, and then she was like, "There, there was nothing sexual about this. I'm not a pony fetishist. I was just doing it for funsies because it's Portland, and I'm keeping Portland weird." Yeah. And then she went on and on and on about that, and people. There was a big old fight and <laughs> sub sesh r slash subreddit drama. I got a thousand hits, and it was wonderful. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. All in five minutes. Well, probably no, no. This was like hours of shit. There was a there was a ton of comments, yeah. but I don't know. Like like initially, I was like, yeah, that's so inappropriate. But then the more I think about it, I'm like, I guess not. I guess you know, there's nothing overtly sexual. I can't really fault them. It doesn't have to be sexual for it to be disturbing. Yeah, yeah but, but this is like it's not like there's anything. Well, it dark about this. It's not you know? even something that has to be dark. Like it, okay, it's, but then sorry, well. Just finish? No, no, please. I have Keith. a ca- the, the count. My counterpoint is zombie walks, which are a okay. Yeah. Fucking thousands of people dressed up as The Walking Dead. That's yeah. fucking Halloween on a no- no, October no, it's day. Very often not in Halloween. No, that's what she. That's what I literally just, just said. Literally just said you weren't listening. Yeah, you're. Okay, but yeah, but then then this is fucking <laughs> Halloween. It's a fucking girl, two girls doing Halloween dress up as a pony and carriage. Yeah. All right, if you present it like that, then that's also a very good, valid point. Well, so. which, which apparently it was in the end of the story. Well, that's what she said. It could a, just and be a lot of people, she could be trolling. Sorry. Yeah, a lot of people didn't believe her at all because, you know, she's in there in a harness and fucking skin-tight <laughs> outfit. It and... could be performance art, but again, I think it's a subject that is not for all eyes to see. That's yep. just how I feel. And again, what I'm getting to is, is it doesn't matter if it's sexual for it to... And I don't mean disturbing in a way that, oh, this is so wrong. I just mean a, my kids are not ready to see something of this sort. I would prefer to have time to prepare them to deal with this sort of alternate lifestyle or, or alternate anything. Mm. Whether it be uh, drug use, uh, drinking, holding hands, kissing your partner, whether they be a hetero or a homosexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It, it's like... Yeah. I, I just, it doesn't matter. There, there are levels, is all I'm saying. I don't know. I that's disagree. Just an, that's just an opinion. You, I, know, you don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm not, it's your opinion. I'm really? just saying I disagree. Thanks, Keith. <laughs> yeah, it, everybody's not going to get titled to an opinion. I just, like, totally. per- personally, I, I wouldn't say strongly, but I, like, I somewhat disagree that you fucking need to censor yourself all the time as to whether or not kids might see it. Like, there's a certain element of, like, where, first of all, if parents do see something that their kids aren't enjoying, like to take them out of that environment mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, you censor yourself around children. How many times do you say fuck when you say hi to like Sarah's? He nephews? says fuck all the goddamn time around kids. Oh, by the way, he's I got so a fucking terrible about that. <laughs> I like, got a comment from a new listener. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Says so, uh, we should have the fuck jar. Every time Keith says fuck, we should put twenty five cents in that jar. Why? Because I, it was a comment. Here's a, here's a cool like thing. Sailors. You can be like uh, Keith does that, and it's paying for the podcast <laughs> bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pay for my fucks yep. 20, 20 something dollars without whatever enough I can fucking swear all I want <laughs> it fuck, was fuck, just fuck, a fuck, comment fuck. I know yeah. and, and believe me you're not the first new yeah. listener a lot funny. of people comment that Keith's swearing is quite a bit Ronan's mom being one of them huh. <laughs> Ronan's mom was like it's a nice podcast but Keith swears Thanks, too much Ronan's mom. my mom had something similar to say about it yes <laughs> we do you guys have to swear so much moms <laughs> moms anywho but yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Is And yeah. I think that there's a certain element of parenting also, which involves, like I said, removing your kids from something if, you, if it is inappropriate. Yep. And also, like, catching that shit on the fly. Like, maybe you didn't want to have a conversation about fucking pony girls or whatever. But hey, it's going to happen. Some people like to fucking dress up and do that. And there's like... A and certain, they're not breaking any laws. They're not breaking any laws. Yeah. They're not doing anything. And I think yeah. there's also a certain amount of frankness... 
that comes from that conversation that if for whatever reason the kid gets into fucking bodysuits or whatever at 16, he's going to be like, oh yeah, my parents fucking explain this and I don't need to hide from them like a crazy person. Right. Because I had this conversation. Like, you know, it's not a fucking normal conversation to have with a kid because it doesn't come up on its own the way like normal sex does. So if you're having a conversation about fetishes with kids being like, some people are into things that nobody else is into and that's okay. As long as nobody's getting hurt, you don't yeah. need to get into the whole yeah, details. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I think you're taking that a little bit too. I'm depending. Far. I'm saying depending on the no, age of the kid. There's no way, shape, or form that anything somebody does in public, which would bring up the subject of fetishes, is appropriate. Like, I. If, that's not okay. Like, I'm just but saying. If they're like just two, doing two, something innocuous that is that is for funsies, and there isn't anything overtly sexual about it, they're not breaking any laws. That I, I guess that's okay, man. Two people dressed up in a furry costume, fucking having a hamburger, who just kiss and do nothing more. Yeah. I, that I is guess ab- that's okay. Yeah. And that is absolutely a fetish conversation that could happen with a kid. Why are right. those people in furry costumes? Well, you're You don't not- have to talk about fetishes, dude. You d- uh, and again, that's, 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 this, that's an this, adult uh, conversation. This very that's much not depends a- on your fucking age of your kid. If yeah. your kid's 13 years old, he can fucking find furries online. Yeah. And I think there's a way to explain that to him that's not incredibly, like, shitty. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, and, I'm, and I was saying kid in my head. It was like a young teenager, not like right, a fucking... Not a- you know what I realized, guys, recently about myself? In all my extreme habits and tastes and, and particular interests... Club Chainsaw club? juggling. <laughs> I, um, I'm actually quite conservative and prudish. Huh. Yep, I do all I was going to say, out of yep. all the people at this table who I was expecting to come out against pony play, and, in, or pony play, that's yep. a sexual thing, but the, but the, like, whatever ponying they were doing... Pony fun. You were, like, the last person I was expecting. I know, I know. I'm all, like, keep yeah. that shit at home. Yeah. I, I'm very much like that. I, mm-hmm. I don't like making out with people on the street. Well, people, whatever. My boyfriend. <laughs> just random. Just random, random people. people. I, I Man, I did it again. I so we want to make out just in I, the middle I of the street. I gag when I see people making out yeah. or like groping each other. I, I Seriously, I hate it. Or like when people dress overly sexy. Mm-hmm. Like whether they be male or female. Sluts. It's like what? Where do you go indoors? What what is this display of over everything? You know. Yeah. yeah. I'm a grumpy old man, is what I am. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, but like, like I said, I think that with the younger and younger we have children adept at the internet, I think those conversations are like absolutely fucking gonna happen as an adult. Speaking of that, there is not a goddamn way in hell my kid would ever use the internet without me <laughs> around, like until they become. A, like yeah. a reasonable age. I, I think that's, that's just not possible. I think that's going to be harder and my harder and harder. does that with fuck. my niece. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like it, it's possible right now, but I'm saying that's going to get less and less possible. Like, no. 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 Like if fucking no. like think of just like tablets, right? Like if tablets become fucking commonplace in schools in the next 15 to 20 years. There's going to be parental locks on anything in schools. And your kids are not going to know how to break them because Absolutely. your kids are your not, not Lekmans? to break them. It doesn't matter, dude. They're, they're, like, the locks that people build and can make will get better and better. Fair. The reason people were able to break them when we were kids was because they, they were not well made. I think that the unblocks are going to get also better and better. I don't like, think that's so. Everybody's learning from their mistakes and everybody's yeah. realizing the problems that are coming up with this technology. Yeah. And so they're building new technology to deal with those problems with the new technology. Yeah. So it's it, just a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard to say, but I really think that... Plo- like, Monitoring your kids' use of the internet twenty four seven is going to become fucking like as they're hard, not allowed on a computer. As when hard you're not as around. physically monitoring your kid, though, like that—that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, like it's just like if you will keep track of where your kid is twenty four. Like as soon as he goes to a friend's house, as soon as he's playing outside after school, like there's going to be so many. It's the same fucking thing. Like I, I accidentally saw bits and pieces of Dirty Dancing at a friend's house, and I was not allowed to see that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, but that—that's what I'm saying is that there's, but the internet is a. a Way bigger and scarier place than a couple dirty scenes of dirty dancing. Yeah. Like, and Look I at just, you, Space Club. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying is I think that internet ready fucking devices are going to become cheaper and cheaper. I that's think you're going to have. But like, as a parent, it's your responsibility to control that yeah. shit. Yes. But like I said, in my. The, the, the counter defense is that if kids want to find a thing, it's going to be like the porno is buried in the fucking. Keith woods. is the devil child's advocate. Absolutely. No, I'm. I'm, as yeah, a chi- you as just a- said absolutely. Ab- oh my god, you just agreed. <laughs> no, no, no. Like without a doubt, I absolutely disobeyed my parents more than anybody in this room. I grew up with super strict fucking religious parents, and I fucking snuck out of the house. Was doing drugs at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Was fucking like doing basically everything wrong that you could possibly ever imagine for your kid at a very young age. And my parents were like the strictest fucking parents I knew, and I just found ways around it. Right. And I think there's going to be kids like that who are just going to be able to do that on the internet, no matter what their fucking parents do. 
Ordinarily, I would say, and look how horrible you turned out <laughs> because you don't vote. But now you do. Speaking of, yeah, elections, guys. Oh, 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 let me tell you. Okay. I hate Mahua so much that I actually went to vote to make sure that my and you're welcome, everyone. My vote made the difference. You voted um, in NDG. What? You voted <laughs> in the NDG department. Where else would I vote? Don't okay. you have to vote in the one that you're no, in? Yeah, okay, yeah, we do. talked about this, though, with ridings, that I didn't know where if you guys south of the tracks were part of, like, a St. Henry area or not. No, we're NDG, yo. So, in conclusion, your vote really didn't matter that Anyways, vote did not matter whatsoever. <laughs> so, I show up there, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, uh, so, so you know, uh, I'm here to vote, and they're like, do you have your voters card? I'm like, I, I, first of all, I didn't know what a voters card was. I'm like, no. Okay. She's like, do you know your number? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, well, go to that table. They'll give you one. I'm like, sure. Yeah. They send me to my table where I'm supposed to vote. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think that's yeah. weird. So he gives me the card. I'm like, okay. So do I do I go behind that board there? He's like, yes. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Then I I give it to you, or do I put it? Oh, I put it in this box. He's like, yes. Well, <laughs> you, you're you're a lady of an age that perhaps could have been expected to have voted previously. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Though people never guess my age correctly. Well. Yeah. You and many many other Quebecers went out and voted for the first time yesterday. It was uh, one of the biggest turnouts. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um. Although I heard it wasn't as big as they were expecting. Yeah. Like they they were expecting way 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 more. But um. Yes, it was a big turnout. And um. Excitingly, the PQ is at the lowest they have polled since their inception. Mm-hmm. The first time they ran was 1970, and they uh, had slightly lower voter yeah. voter percentage that time. Mm-hmm. And then it's this time is the next worst. So Matawa's gamble of political chicanery was essentially an abysmal failure. Yep. So and, uh, are they getting rid of that stupid charter thing? Uh, well, absolutely. Yeah. Because the, yeah. P- the PQ was pushing it. It never passed into law, and the liberals have no reason to keep pushing it. It'll they just, they were out against it straight up the whole way yeah, exactly. Yeah. So okay. the CAC was, was definitely for it, but they wanted a, like a more toned-down version. Yeah. And, but either way, it's a majority liberal government, so there's going to be none of that. It'll just die. Yeah, it's dead. Awesome. Just disappear. Excellent. And hilariously, yep. the, the CAC gained a seat and are now only eight seats behind from being the official opposition. It's true. Uh, as did the um, uh, Quebec Solidaire. Quebec Solidaire gained a, gained gained a, a seat, seat as well. well. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, there's an interesting f- f- fucking thing from Legault mm-hmm. who was talking about how he was just sort of like trying to like talking about like obviously they want, they want to be the opposition and they want to be the party in charge, but they yep. were talking yep. about how the CAQ is like... A legitimate option, alternative to both the PQ and the Liberals. Yep. Because they were like, if you're super proud of Quebec and you want a super strong Quebec, CAQ. If you want like like left wing whatever else like that, still CAQ. Like yep. if you want like all this stuff, still CAQ. And I was like, that's kind. Of, I was like, I think an ideal situation would be like a Liberal government with the CAQ uh, like opposition. It, it depends what their politics are in the next couple of years. Like they they still have to prove themselves, you know. Well. Just just yeah. on the st- on the on the basis that the CAQ's number one priority is financial responsibility. Yeah. So like to have an opposition who is like whose number one priority right now is financial responsibility, I think really can't hurt yeah. either government because we didn't exactly prosper under the Liberals last time either. Well, that was the Liberal platform was was <coughs> finances mostly. Yeah, but yeah. not to the and also not to the extent that the CAQ was. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I just think that that would kind of be kind of more interesting and uh and like we talked about too like just if the quebec solidaire gain was like if you only had one real separation party yeah like only one party that would like be like we will separate and the other party's not i was like then parties could actually fucking get voted in on their politics and not on their issue if they want to fucking yeah because i mean like it's, it's almost unfair to the pq almost what <laughs> that there's two parties running on the the separation platform no, 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 no. The fact that the fucking that the separate like that the fact that a referendum completely dis- like destroyed their politics because mm-hmm. this this election essentially had nothing to do with politics. The liberals very like cannily yeah fucking made it about separation and people were like yeah I don't want to separate you know because they they and I mean it's the PQ's fault for not backing down on separation yeah properly yeah, yeah. like for sure they they did that they could have. They, they yeah. could have, yeah. and that it might have been a whole different ball game. Yeah, but it's just like I, I find it sort of shitty that, as a as anybody in this province, that like you have this like other concern other than the politics of the party you're voting for. Yeah, like you, you're well, you're, although you're, that is kind of a core 
element. It's it's, it's it. a hyper hyper important element. Yeah, like yeah. And I'm not I'm not you, you, like that's why when I was like well, we had the conversation with DDR yeah. to DDR being like boy if we can't actually separate though then vote for whoever's politics you can but I'm like yeah except for the fact that if a party that gets elected as a separatist party they owe it to their voters like the separatist contingent to invest resources in the in the strategy into trying yeah. to separate yeah. so whether or not you're there you agree with the other policies you're also voting for tax paying money being spent to try to get Quebec out of Canada totally. Totally. Which is which is a super shitty thing because like I don't even know what necessarily fully what the PQ's environmental policies are or their it could be amazing yeah exactly yeah. or their education policies or their positions on the arts or whatever like I just cannot vote for them yeah you know and yep. l- like yep. and nor can anybody who wants Quebec to stay in Canada likewise Solidaire yeah right like if you want a super left wing party that that we don't have a viable green party right now although no, i'm sure that we i'm sure that the people there are working very hard and that they they are viable but they don't get votes so yeah. it's kind of hard to say that we don't have you know we have a green party and then so solidaire kind of is that left wing green option but yeah. but because of their separate separatist agenda you can't vote for them yeah, yeah. which is just like exactly that. what you're saying it's kind of shitty yep very totally. sad. But anyway, Marois didn't win her own riding and resigned. Yeah, I don't know how much more you could get slapped out. Like... <laughs> well, Perizo, that happened, almost the exact same thing happened to Perizo, right? Yeah, but Where... yeah, but then he got drunk and started talking about the rich and the ethnic vote, which Marois <laughs> didn't. I was a little disappointed. A little sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad Marois did didn't. She, did she get interviewed after? Yeah, I... she she gave a resignation speech. I didn't, oh, I didn't did see she? an interview, but yeah, she, she gave a resignation a speech. speech, yeah. Okay. What was funny was they, they knew that the Liberals had a majority pretty early on, like yeah, 45 yeah. minutes in. Like So the polls closed at 8. 8.45, the CBC called Liberal majority. Yeah, I went in yeah. at 7.20. Super, <laughs> super fast. And then and then even still, Marois didn't concede, and also um, Cuillard didn't give his like acceptance speech until way later, because Marois, I don't know if you were watching at all, but it was like, she was she was winning and then losing by like 50 to 200 votes the entire night. It was yeah, just yeah, yeah. like another poll box would come in, and then she'd win. Another poll box would come in she'd be losing and, and uh, it was like that until I Pal- went to bed Pelido at 10.30 won his writing and there's do, do, PKP do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah a lot of people were saying like what's he gonna do now Cause he, is he, he gonna could, take over either he, I'm sure that he is it's either that or he's gonna be like fuck this all and just like take off <laughs> Who, and Trudeau? give up Back, no no Pedno? Trudeau is involved in the federal politics. Yes. Right. Okay. Pal- Pelado is the one of the majority stakeholders in Quebecor Media, and did not uh, resign from his position at Quebecor Media and still went into politics. Yeah. So just to, which is like you just pronounced his name in an English way, so I was like, what? Pelado. To, to be fair, it was his dad who made the company, and also he put all of it into a trust fund or something. So technically, he doesn't. He's it's supposed a, to it's not a have blind any, trust, but yeah. there's still like operating it in the way to benefit him. Like, yeah, I know. It's still a like, without fully resigning from that position, I like it it's fucking George so Orwell nineteen eighty four crazy fucking, shit. Yeah, I know. Like the Minister of Propaganda. Media, yeah. You know, and it's just sort of like like we're like we're joking, like, oh Quebecor Media reports Magua government. <laughs> you, know, you know, and it's just like and like how yeah. many people just wouldn't know because they like, wouldn't tune into the CBC because they fucking live up like up in the boonies. Yeah. You, know? you know, and it's just like To be fair though, a lot of the boonies switched over to liberal. A whole yeah. bunch of like yeah, yeah, yeah. super rural map. Quebec areas went uh, Holy shit, you have hairy feet. Yeah, you have hairy like lots a fucking of hobbit. Yes, you have hobbit feet. I always have. Footses. My feet is right. also big yeah. news. Great big news. I don't know if Sophie knows what happened on Sunday. I don't know what no, happened. No, I Sunday. don't. Don't. Are you gonna fucking? Was it good? It. It's. Well, makes it. So Sunday was WrestleMania Dan thirty. <laughs> yeah. Sunday was WrestleMania. So you're looking 30. at the guy who doesn't care, and then there's the girl this, and, who and cares the, like, so much, un, but want to be spoiled. An event at WrestleMania thirty got fucking front pages on like actual websites, actual sports <gasps> Not websites. Not any I go to. In a good way. In a in a newsworthy way. Okay. Wait, was it an outrage? Uh, there's it. It sort of. Did CM Punk come back? CM Punk did not come back. Oh, well, give ah! a shit then. Oh well. However, the Undertaker's undefeated streak got broken by Brock Lesnar. <gasps> by Brock? By Brock Lesnar. You bastard! You spoiled it for me. <laughs> That's not very exciting. It well, he so to put thing, this into perspective of the yeah. streak. Oh fuck! Now I'm not even gonna fucking watch it. <laughs> it, fuck. it wasn't. Brock, it wasn't. Feed me more. No, that, no, 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 that's no, Ryback. That's Ryback. Oh, right, Brock, right. Brock Lesnar is actual MMA champion. Right, Brock Lesnar. Right, right. The one who, he had the, the injuries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. The intestine out injury. That's it. Uh, that your reaction was uh, pretty much like they fucking like you could pin drop in the Superdome. 70,000 people stunned silent. So, to put this into perspective, yeah. they were, and like they were talking about so like how this kind of is an achievement anyway, even though it's a rigged achievement. Uh-huh. To Undertaker has never lost at WrestleMania. He's competed in 
It's his big thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's competed in 21 WrestleManias. Right. So for 23 years and 21 WrestleManias, he's I think it's won 20, them all. He's won them all. And they were like, and in an industry which basically like is about like booking and like laws, like eight, like an eight streak win, Vince could have been like long enough, let's end it. And it's like, you're not necessarily in control of your own destiny. Yeah. But to have a company fucking have your back for 20 years, a quarter of a century, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're like, is in its own way, like, a sort of weird meta achievement. Sure. So, to have him actually actually drop it is a... Uh... I thought they were going to have him drop it to somebody that they really wanted to push. Well, that's... Like, I don't get it. The, the idea... Brock is, like, not that exciting a character. He's he's pretty much, the like, the biggest, the most, like, unstuck... Like, the, uh, the concept, supposedly, as it was... At least, uh, it's a lame concept. Yes, he's a legit fighter, but he's so fucking. He's not a WrestleMania guy. He, he's not a colorful character. But anyway, here's the the theory. The theory is as to why he dropped to Brock Lesnar. Is Brock Lesnar is is also a part time fighter. He wrestles only maybe four or five res- like pay per views a year. Okay, works a couple nights and whatever. Is that if they like they're like Undertaker looked shitty in that match. Like it was not a fucking great match. Uh, Wasn't he getting kind of fucking old? He's like 50-something or whatever, pushing 50. He looked very old. And the idea is to sort of make the Brock Lesnar character like kind of like the streak. Like to have this fucking unstoppable machine who just like shows up every now and then. He's got no fucking personality. He doesn't need a personality because Paul Heyman stands next to him with a microphone and Paul Heyman has the best personality. Ugh, but Paul Heyman is so overused. He's basically just Brock right now. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's been around for fucking ever. Yeah, so uh, regardless, the face of the whole thing is Brock Lesnar. He's the one that people are watching fight. Yeah, this is World Wrestling Entertainment, and he's an, and he's a legit fighter, and yeah. he's just there not. But talk, that, that actually could me. be the angle. Like yeah. maybe I'm getting what you're saying is that like rather than having some guy who's back from the '90s showboaty style of of like wrestling where he's the one holding the title they're going to make it a real fighter who's holding the title and then all these guys who are like you know, quote unquote wrestlers are going to show yeah, exactly. up and get beat by a real fighter yeah. and they're going to be like now the title means something because there's well, a real yeah or like a streak like, yeah 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 like, yeah whatever. I can see it in that respect so that's yeah. it they're like take because that's the other thing too is that they're like since Brock is a part time fighter yeah. they're like in order to pump him up as a reason why he shows up only every couple months and stuff like that is that like like Paul Heyman cut a really cool promo on Monday Night Raw being like He's like, there are, like, WWE Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. There are WWE Legends. There are WWE Superstars. They're all plural. Only one man broke the streak. Like, Hulk Hogan doesn't get to be that guy. Like, fucking Jake the Snake Roberts doesn't get to be that guy. CM Punk. CM Punk doesn't get to be that guy. Stone Cold doesn't get to be that guy. Brock Lesnar is that guy. He's like... And he was like... And I was like, it's fair. Like, they're pumping him up as a fucking monster character who's basically... Like, they can ride the fact that he beat the streak anytime they want to. They can pop up, and you can be like, I took out Taker, and he's suddenly immediately relevant as a monster character. So yeah. the fight was, was shitty? The fight was, re- like, bot- like very boring and very dull, considering it was a whole evening of, like, probably the best wrestling ever. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Triple H was the opening match. Mm-hmm. Oh, they wow. put on a really, really good show, because that the, the lead-in was the winner of Daniel Bryan versus... Triple H. One of them would, had to retire or would, something? No, would go into a triple threat ah. against Orton and Batista for the title. Huh. So, Brian wins that. Uh, Bray Wyatt and John Cena put on like an amazing fucking thing. Bray Wyatt's creepy intro song was played by the real band that plays it and oh, these yeah. weird buzzard masks and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, the triple threat was really good. The Randy Orton, Batista, uh, whatever. Daniel Bryan. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it was, like, really, like, all the matches were, like, really good pace. The, the undercard, the midcard was super good. And then Brock, because, like, Brock's a slow fighter anyways. Like, he always does, like, like submissions and holds and then, like, big, like, feats of strength yeah, stuff. so boring! The, the Brock-CM Punk match of last year was, like, pretty much one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. Because it, it looked Ugh. like, he makes it look like a Ugh, legit fight. I say- he makes it look like a legit fight. One of Undertaker's moves is where he holds a guy's hand, and then Undertaker tightrope walks to the middle of the rope, That's what I and then just jumps see. down and punches him in the head. I want to see Taker Gold going old school. I want to see fucking Ray go- doing 619. I want to see all these stupid lion salt never landing. I want to see all these stupid over-the-top moves. That's what I watch it for. Yeah, but th- that's never not going to work. Like, WWE uh, right now is in a situation where they're, uh, like, essentially 
their biggest competition is UFC, where people are actually beating the fuck out of each other. So if they're not pushing a more like realistic product, people are just going to watch people actually beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and, I don't watch UFC because it's boring. Well, but a lot of people do. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. But so anyway, and Undertaker being incredibly old, and like, because I think the thinking was that Undertaker was going to carry the match a little bit, and he just did not have the fucking energy and stuff that it was needed. It was like, like we were watching it, and even like, even Walter and Raz, there was like Wi-Fi in the stadium. They went mm. down there to see it. They were like, that was the worst match of both of their careers. Like, oh, wow. that was like the worst Brock match and the worst Undertaker match. Like, that sucks. Yeah. So imagine the Undertaker, how bad he feels at the end of that day, knowing he put on a shit show for like the end of his for character, basically. His, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The end of his like, career. like that's though that, and apparently that's also the behind the scenes. Like thing of it is that it wasn't supposed to be his last one, but mm-hmm. he just like doesn't have doesn't it, have more in him. Like he doesn't he can't wait another year to retire. You know, right, like it's right. like, he's all shattered and shit. Well, he's just, he, like also keep in mind that he's like big too. Like just like think about like you're six foot four, five, six, 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 and seven. I don't even you've know. been getting thrown around a ring for the you're last like, twenty five years. Yeah, like, exactly. In the high two yeah. hundreds or whatever pounds, and you're just like just rocketing around. Like that's got to take its toll of course take it a does. huge fucking toll so yeah. apparently yeah, he couldn't couldn't get into the shape that they wanted to be in but like also couldn't be and a ton of people are also really pissed that they were like why didn't it happen last year to punk instead of to a part-timer yeah or whatever because no, they were I like so agree with that because that match was a real big like a really good that match was really good mm-hmm. yeah and people were like and then punk was just sort of like i hate fucking when they give accolades to part-timers yeah, and then they let the streak uh. get broken to a part timer, and they're like, maybe that's why Punk is another reason why Punk is not wrestling with the company anymore. Huh. So, so is it legit? Is he actually gone? Nobody knows. Uh. He still doesn't talk about it. Although he did do something that people hypothesize let people know a little bit that he wasn't going to be there at WrestleMania because mm-hmm. he hasn't spoken publicly about any of this. Right. But he was at the Blackhawks game on Sunday afternoon. Yep. Of course he was. Oh, not of course he was. He doesn't go to every game, but he does sit fucking front row, and everybody kind of knows he's there Mm -hmm. so he was like there at the Blackhawks game which people figure that like he sort of did to like not let people have their hopes up for Wrestlemania you know (laughs) he's like I don't want and like and even other people too were like fucking don't just chant CM Punk like to other people's matches it's kind of shitty like that's still happening fucking two months after the fact like like quiet matches or dull matches instead of chanting boring people just chant for CM Punk and I'm like that sucks I don't know what's worse, like getting chanted boring or getting chanted just another guy's name who doesn't work at the company anymore. Like, pretty harsh. It's pretty fucking harsh. Like, uh, although his fiance played up to that, is uh, he's engaged to AJ Lee, mm-hmm. and uh, she uh, she's now calling herself the best diva in the world. Okay. So, and everybody was like, "See, I'm punk." Like, chanted it, and I was like, "I don't know. She'd probably probably getting in trouble with management if she says that stuff because they don't want them to be chanting CM Punk and for her to like." drop that just like is obviously forcing I don't even know man, putting it back in people's minds yeah exactly yeah. that's some like fucking weird backstage shit like how do you do, what do you do it's your fiance you still you're like lols trolls anyway so good times it was a really good WrestleMania. it was super fun <sighs> wrestling wrestling yeah I'm disappointed that I missed out well you could watch it no no it's it's over now I know everything yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, like uh, honestly, like to other than the fact that Brock won, that match was shitty. Eh, it doesn't it matter. Didn't. I just like watching the whole thing. And I just, anyways, might as well just text John and just quit the download. Just forget <laughs> it. Well, it's the week of WrestleMania, and the po- I'm not going to wait two weeks after the fucking event yeah. to talk about it on the podcast, yeah. Sophie. Uh, That's what you get. Uh, anyway. So- Video game stuff, John, what are you playing? Fuck that. Time to talk about Captain America 2. Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yeah, dude, it was great. Captain America. Okay, so, like, the first one was pretty meh. A lot of people said that, and I disagree. I liked it. It was all right. I didn't, it didn't, I don't think it did, it did anything super special. What I liked a lot about the first one, okay. which I'm almost guaranteed is not replicated in any way in the second one, uh-huh. is the fact that the 40s storyline was, like, done a little, like, a ham-fisted 1940s serial story. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of, like, the, the hilarious scene where they're like, hey, like, throwing bad guys off the train and stuff like that. Yeah. Even the filters that they used. Yep. And, like, a lot of the... Camera a lot, angles. The camera angles. Camera angles, yep. like, really had that, like, 
this is a zany like action bash em up from the like from the forties like a like old-timey. a like a old timey pulp magazine yep. story, yep. Pulp. which I really really liked about the first one, and I don't think a lot of people liked that because it okay. didn't it didn't look like it didn't look or act like the Avengers, like Thor, like Iron Man. It didn't look slick. It didn't look whatever. It looked kind of like an old timey forties throwback movie. Yeah. So do you remember? Did you see Thor two? I saw. Yes. No. Okay, so Th- Thor 2 like happened almost all the way in Asgard yeah. and was full of Vikings shooting laser swords at each other. Like it was like the fucking weirdest goddamn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's what Thor is and so it was like super true to Thor. Right. This one was Captain America running around kicking lots of butts, getting involved with Hydra. Yeah. Putting in like huge stuff for Shield, like keying in so like there's plot elements that came back from the first movie that you yep. would not fucking expect or believe. Okay. And then it set up stuff for Age of Ultron in such a smart way I can't fucking believe it. Okay. Like you know, because cause, um, what's his face? Ant Man isn't around. Okay. So and he makes Ultron. Right. For right? our listeners, John Lechman is sporting a fantastic fanboy smile. <laughs> See, speaking about it was this. delightful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so okay, whatever. So like, Ant Man isn't around. Hank so Pym. Ultra Ultron has to come from somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure they fucking they set it up without actually like specifically saying it. But there's an AI that links back to Hydra. Okay. Um, that is like on the loose, kind of. So they're making an Ant Man movie, though. Uh, yeah, but I think Age of Ultron comes up before Ant Man. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, like all of that was there, and Captain America kicked butts. Black Widow was like a serious character. They had like, like, in terms of just like a regular old action movie, this movie mm-hmm. was like way fucking better. It's still not Gone with the Wind. It's not a fucking yeah. You know, well, it's, they well it's not suppo- cinema, but yeah. it's it's like. It was an excellent action film. There's super favorable comparisons to Avengers is what I heard. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I was yeah. like and, yeah. and Avengers was that also. Avengers was like an action movie but like action movie plus. The thing, thing the thing like, is on rewatch, I think action, I think like Avengers didn't survive the rewatch very well. <gasps> no, I loved it. I, I think it, it went too big with fucking gigantic aliens flying around but New York City. But it the Avengers. Yeah. I know, I know, they I know. They assemble to protect the world. But when I watched it again, I was like, oh my god, fucking aliens, really, guys? <laughs> like, like, and it's just like so over the top. I don't think this one was that far over the top. It was certainly big and crazy with fucking helicopter gunboats flying around yeah, yeah, the skies yeah. and shit. But, Gunboat. But it was like. I, it, I thought it was fantastic, super fun, totally cool. recommend, and and it like gets me all the more pumped up for um, uh, Avengers, Avengers two. two, like super super pumped. And I, I read this thing where they said they have movies plotted out until twenty twenty eight. Yeah, isn't that that's wild? <laughs> Nobody does that shit. Well, even even the, the the teaser at the end of Avengers was for a movie that's like six years away or something like that. Yeah, right? it's not the second. Yeah, Avengers. exactly. It, it's, 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 it's not a teaser for the sequel. It's, it's a for, the, for the third one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What else is crazy is in that in that twenty year plan that they have, or I guess eighteen or whatever. Yeah. They um or fourteen. They um <laughs> do not have any expectation of getting X Men or Spider Man involved. Yeah. Not like I feel like as internet pundits we we need to start some kind of a thing where we get all of everybody to not go see spider-man movies until they work out a fucking deal where they spider-man one looks cool fuck that we should (laughs) we should just have everybody on the fucking face of the earth like not go see that movie and then not not to have fox give the character back to marvel just to have them sort their shit out so they can use the character in each other's movies like then like Spider-Man is supposed to be in the Avengers. Eh, no, not for not, not for way later though. Okay, Spider-Man was not an Avenger until like the fucking eighties. Okay, was but like... he should even if he's not in the Avengers, he should still show up. It's yeah. happening in his goddamn city. Same thing with the X-Men. Like, well, no, the X-Men take up in Connecticut. Yes, but I was talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man and the same Avengers thing with the X-Men. happen. In, yes, happen both in New York. Right? Yes, sort of so, the Fantastic Four. Right. So all of that shit should get sorted out. We are only losing out as, well, as yeah, audience. Exactly. Same, same thing too with like that's the the massive massive gap on the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Is that the X-Men are absolutely involved, and so Spider-Man's absolutely involved. Yeah. Like along with Silver Surfer and like and everybody. Like I don't know what they're gonna. Who's got Silver Surfer now? I think it might be Fox. I think it, I think it might have got well because. Silver Surfer, I believe, was Came part in of... with Fantastic Four. Yeah, oh, Silver yeah. Surfer is yeah, technically right, a Fantastic right. Four character, and Fantastic Four, they got back, right? Yeah. That was the... Fox let that lapse, because they, after making, like, two terrible movies, oh they were God, like... They gave up terrible. on it. Yeah. They were like, this is not a fucking franchise that we can make work. And Marvel was like, yay. And Marvel, yeah, also hasn't made it work, because Fantastic Four are kind of zany and weird. No, they're like Golden Age, Silver Age heroes that are <laughs> fucking all about space empires and shit that are just yeah, so exactly. fucking weird. Well, which Marvel is... 
fucking. They doing... did it work with fucking well, Thor. Well, and also yeah. their Guardians they of the Galaxy is good job, John. Guardian of the Galaxies is absolutely far fucking fledged spacefaring craziness. But right? but that one's more like I kind of get the feeling it's going to be a bit of a comedy rather than like a. Well, should be a little bit with uh mm-hmm. with what's his name Groot. Yeah, with Wally, exactly. With fucking and, and a raccoon. Yeah, exactly. With yeah. Rocket Raccoon being like one of the main guys. Yeah. As voiced by what's his face, Bradley Cooper. Yep. And uh, was it James Gunn who directs it? Yep. Of Slither fame. Remember Slither? Nope. Nope. Yeah, you Slither, do. Slither, the movie where they no, that's Sliders. No, Slither's the movie where there's slugs everywhere. Oh yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Wait, James Gunn isn't he the guy that did all those like short comedic porn things? Yeah, he also yeah. Awesome. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah. James James Gunn is like, like safer work porn or something like that. I don't know about that, but yeah, he had like a bunch of guest stars like Nathan Fillion was yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. A- and actual porn stars. And actual yeah. porn stars, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Where it's yeah, like, do you want to clean stuff. my pussy? And it's like a cat. Box. Yeah. Litter. <laughs> you know, it's just like, like, ah. Stuff like that. Yeah, James Gunn is super fun. Yeah. He also, James Gunn did uh, that movie Super. Oh, yes! The, yes! Super, the movie we loved and nobody else. Exactly, the incredibly was, dark ending. Where with Rain gets, Wilson and um, what's her name? Uh, uh, the chick. The chick from Inception. Who came out as gay. was what? a big deal. Uh, uh, not Chloe Mendez. Um, she's um, she's in. She was also in that movie there with... Uh, uh, say she's pregnant. My name's 16. Her. Fucking what, what are you talking about? Are you talking about Ellen Page? There yeah, Ellen Page. And she was in... Um, Trailer Park Boys. Anyway, the um, so Ellen Page and Rain Wilson are like like superheroes, but like he just has no superpowers whatsoever. He's just a crazy person who hits people with a wrench. And it's done in such fucking more grisly and terrible fashion than Kickass. Like, cause like Kickass yeah. is still kind of like. Funny. I was gonna say, so this it's, is like Kick-Ass. it's very similar, but it's done smarter than Kickass. It's done very very different. Yeah. Like really really violent and like even like in Kickass, they're like people get like punched and get back up and stuff. Like if someone gets drilled in the dick in this movie, they're just like. I need the, medical there, attention there, there's he just a hit scene, me in the fucking pipe in the dick. There's a scene where somebody cuts in line in front of him at the theater, and he gets all angry about it, and then he's like, I can't do anything about it. Okay, I'm going to do something about it. And he runs off, puts his costume on, and comes back, and his deal is that he has a wrench, and he hits people with it. <laughs> so he hits the guy with a wrench, and he collapses, and then he has brain damage, and that's the end of the character. He's like, <laughs> it's crazy. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's very, very fucked up. And it gets way dark at the end. Like, yep. Yeah. I can't handle these movies. Oh, make, you should check it make, out. It's no, wonderful. they make me sad for humanity, and then I have nightmares. Anyway, I'm super excited. He's in charge of a of Guardians, <laughs> of <the laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like so. It's probably going to be comedic and stuff, but it also might be like, might be dark. Yep. Like it might be like kind of like dark or fucked up, where you take these like zany characters and then make them do terrible things. Most of the movie is Captain America and Black Widow running around together. So they have like tons of time to have dialogue and repartee and get into. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow's background, which they're obviously pushing for the Black Widow movie. Yep. And um, poor Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. He vanished. They didn't even make an appearance in the film. Um, but anyway, totally super well done. Good dialogue. Good characters. I'm there. Go see yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hawkeye's the only Avenger who doesn't get his own movie. That's true. Yeah. And I don't know if that might be a deal with Jeremy Renner. He's kind of a more like serious actor. Like he might not have been able to like. They might not have been able to get him. To I like, don't know. To like book really? him up. Really? Because what the fuck was that Hansel and Gretel thing? That was so. That was terrible. Bad, it was yeah. probably contractual obligations. Yeah. Oh, was like, contractual oh, obligation. Yeah, contractual obligations are a serious thing that yeah. ruin careers. Like yes, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Jamie Foxx coming off of Ray had to make Stealth, the movie about a stealth plane that became super intelligent, and mm. in its first action of evil, the stealth plane downloaded all the MP3s on the internet. Actual plot point from the film Stealth. Wow. <laughs> also starring Jessica Biel and some other dude. <laughs> that movie is so bad. After Ray. Yeah. Wasn't he Oscar nominated? Yeah. Oscar One? winning? Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. He might have even won a fucking Oscar. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure Same thing too with Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr., his contractual obligation movie was the film Snow Dogs, where he was a guy who was entering in the. Uh, what's that movie? What's that? race called the it was like a Disney I, thing. I, I did a rod I did a rod where it's like an I did a rod but it's a comedy Disney terrible movie with about hilarious I kind of feel good for those guys that I forgot about for those two movies you know yeah because like, Cuba Goody Jr. had you know Cuba Goody Jr. That, yeah but yeah, his career went nowhere yeah yep. fucking like and coming off of Jerry Maguire should have been like oh the world was his oyster yep no contractual obligations go fuck yourself yep same Hugh Jackman and fucking 
What do you call it? No, but he's doing theater and, and stage yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I thought he was doing well for himself. Yeah, no, but remember, Hugh Jackman had to make uh, that terrible fucking vampire hunter movie. Helsing. There we go. Fuck you, man. Helsing was amazing. Oh, my God, John. You're fired. Hold up. Oh, no. It's not so bad. <laughs> Why do, you, was, why do you guys even know quotes from It this? was so fucking bad. I fucking deleted it, it from memory as soon as worst, I saw it. The worst movie. He it fights a Frankenstein. He, he fights a Frankenstein. <laughs> oh my god, that movie was bad. Aaron, Aaron yeah, I, it, I cannot imagine that I, Frankenstein is a fucking movie that Aaron Eckhart is making by choice. How do we not go see choice. that? I don't know. Apparently it's so bad. What yeah. do you call it? Friend, it was friend of so 9 bad. to 5, Alex Rose from the... Fucking Cult Montreal and the Why Does It Exist podcast. Yeah. Fucking, like, tore into it and, like, like fucking, like, tore it to shreds. It was just, like, 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 I literally was ready to go and laugh at a bad movie and, like, couldn't even enjoy it on that level. Wow. Like, was not expecting anything. It was a movie about sexy Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> like, was, like, expecting, like, something like Helsing or whatever. And right. And was still disappointed with, like, Helsing as a fucking basis Amazing. of the movie that was about to happen. This is a movie that actually exists now? It came out in January. I, Frankenstein. Yeah. Is starring that... Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, who has done, a, like, a pantheon of spectacular movies in the last five years. I yeah. am so out of touch with, uh, with, with stuff that's in theaters right now. I really wanted to go see The Hobbit 2. I missed it. Yeah. I really want to see Winter Soldier. I missed it. There's a bunch of shit well, that Winter I Soldier came out on Friday, like you, I'm sure you can get Still out to see it. No, I have dogs. What I you, saw you, it came out on Friday. It's going to be in theaters for another three months. Yes, you, that's you what I kept saying. For the, the something of smog, and then well, and it's out on DVD. Force your your boyfriend to sit at home and then go see it. No, the point is seeing it with him so I can cuddle him in the theaters. Because Put the it's dogs cold. in a box. Yeah, forget about them for two hours. That's great, and have my neighbors leave another angry note on my door. Put them in the basement. It's just a note. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys suck. Come on. No. Anyway, uh, or put padding around the box. Whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say, put the put the box in the basement. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, what was the thing I was gonna say? I don't oh, know, buddy. Keith. Aaron Eckhart. You, you gotta work on this. Hi, Frankenstein, sexy Frankenstein movie. Sexy Van Helsing. Aaron oh Eckhart. yeah, I saw a fucking two children's movies recently. Oh, oh boy. So, oh, I saw Frozen. I did not see Frozen. I saw real movies like The Muppets Most Wanted and The Lego Movie. Oh. <gasps> And I want to see I heard both the Lego movie was amazing. Lego yeah. movie is amazing. The only thing that I have a miniature issue with is it that it is paced like a kids movie and seconds are like scenes are like 10 to 15 seconds long <laughs> and it jumps around all over the place. Right. Well, you should be all up in that. You, Keith, are complaining about that. No, but what? it jumps around all over the place. I had no problem Complaint. following it. I'm just saying that like but like <laughs> some of the characters and their lines were like like it was good enough that you'd want to watch the characters like actually like develop a little more. Develop John? and like John, I think Keith is growing up. Lies. Because I voted. <laughs> Your childhood is officially over. Oh the Undertaker The Undertaker lost at WrestleMania. And you I voted. voted. Childhood is over. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's grew up, Keith. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking Will Arnett as uh, Batman, Batman is yeah. fucking inspired. Fucking Charlie Day as the, uh, the broken... Um, the, he plays like the 80s spaceman. Really? The, like, you know, like the with space the broken helmet? helmet. With, the, with the little broken helmet underneath <laughs> yeah. the chin because all of your helmets broke under the it's chin because it's a teeny tiny face. Yeah, he plays like the zany 80s spaceman. Yeah. Well, I believe his name is only 80s spaceman. But that's what he was. Yeah, and you exactly. had like a hundred of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Will Farrell plays the main like big business guy. Okay. And the the overall plot involves like a power of like a ultimate fucking control in the Legoverse which was called... I can't remember what they fucking called it, but it was just like, it's like the the, the Krieger or something. Okay. It's like the Krieger. Does it matter? <laughs> yeah, anyway, no, but it's, the thing is, is that it's a tube of crazy glue with some of the words rubbed off, <laughs> which is the ultimate fucking, like, because you can make something That permanent. would never fall apart. Exactly. You can yeah. make something permanent in the Lego world using this, like. Amazing. Yeah, so that's the overall plot, and then they, uh. They all come together. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Banks in it. So it was super, delightful? Super fucking fun. And yep. like tons and tons of references to just like Lego sets and just like they go like each world has its own little like moment to shine. Right. Go, like the dragon world or whatever and they go to the cowboy world. Super fun. Up is Most Wanted also super fun. Yep. Did it, does it hold up to the first one which I understand was uh, Triumph? I enjoyed it slightly less. Sarah enjoyed it slightly more. Uh-huh. Wait, what? The first what? The The Muppet reboot. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there was the one with uh, James. What's his face? Uh, Jason. Jason Siegel. Thank you, yeah, Jason yeah. Siegel. 
And now who's in this one? Uh, the main human characters are uh, Tina Fey and Ricky Gervais. That's ah. a pretty good cast to yeah. go Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, there's also a million fucking uh, cameos, a million yeah. cameos and stuff, but those are the main human characters. Right. Okay. Yeah, cameos include Hornswoggle from the WWE, uh, Ray Liotta, Danny Trejo. Danny uh, Trejo! Yeah. Danny who Trejo. is apparently in a like Russian gulag as Danny Trejo, because he's referred to as Danny Trejo as a Russian gulag. <laughs> and it's amazing how many people in this world love Danny Trejo. He's the best. Is that all of the people? All of the people. <laughs> Danny Trejo can do nothing. Yeah. It's true. He's amazing. After Machete? Yeah, we need to watch Machete too. That's yeah, it's true. It just watch. came out. That was the last thing I actually had to talk about. It was not Machete 2, but we never. I don't think we ever talked about In Fear. In that, Fear? That delightful little horror movie we watched from England. Remind me what it... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the car. Yeah. Whereas, like, 90% of the film was, like, them in the car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Super low budget. Yep. Fucking, I give that also a high recommendation. Absolutely. And, and f- more than that, it made me realize that's, like, the third or fourth ultra low budget horror slash thriller flick that we've seen from England. Yeah. They seem to be getting their shit together. Do you remember that one? The kidnapping of S- Emily something Alice. or other? Allison Creed? Alice Creed? The kidnapping, Creed or Alice Creed or something like that, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was very similar, like very like three actors, super super ten thousand dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super good. Anyway, so this movie in Fear, Sophie, is about a guy and a girl who get like lost in the, the like rural England, rural England, rural England, rural England, and basically are just getting kind of like fucked with by like a local, rolling hills British hillbilly kind of guy. Yeah, and. Does an extremely good job of like being tense and shitty, and like in an almost believable situation. Yeah, and and has almost. almost. They, they, they miss a couple beats, but yeah, it's almost there. They, they play with the timing a little bit longer. Yeah, like like yeah. they like sometimes the characters waste more time than they should in reality. Uh, and with the twist ending, without spoiling it, like a twist ending that like had me going like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like when it goes down, like they, the what the what the main villain forces upon the main characters is like an actual like super interesting twist to making them like the decisions he forces akin to saw without being stupid yeah exactly without being completely zany yeah like saw saw as as grisly as it was zany is the perfect word because it's kind of silly but it's also kind of like okay like imagine imagine a saw life or death situation that like is totally like, I have the stuff to do it in my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so let me just put this on the list in titled in Things fear. Sophie Will Never Actually, Watch. Especially because we're about to go over there. Where? <laughs> to Britain. We're not. We're going to Scotland. Yeah, but it's like attached. They are kind of attached. Yeah. In fact, it's the 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 uh, it's still part of the UK. Yeah. So yeah, they, it's they part t- of the UK. It took place in the same country, theoretically. Yeah, yeah. but we're not going there. We're going to Scotland. Well, this rural, hey, folks, this rural John England, and I and John are going to Scotland for two weeks. It's true. This rural England is <laughs> could have rolling, been Scotland. Rolling green hills and rainy and wet. Yeah, but yeah. are there sheep? There were there were a lot of sheep yeah, actually. Yeah. They, they passed by herds of sheep. Damn it! And there was pubs. <laughs> were there locks? There were pubs full of rowdy drunks. Uh, yeah. The, damn it. Yep. <laughs> Could have easily been Scotland. This could totally happen. You should check out the movie as preparation. No, I'm not. Research. I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah, research. <laughs> um, no, it's not, uh. not happening. But yeah, no, I'm super psyched for Scotland. I cannot wait. This is happening in like less than three weeks. Yep. That's crazy. Holy I'm shit. Going to Mexico. In I've less never than been two weeks. overseas, you guys. I'm so excited. I've, I've never. Yeah. Don't well, with any luck, we're not going to end up in a saw situation in rural Scotland. That'd be great. I need to find my passport. Any luck whatsoever. With any luck whatsoever. <laughs> Even the smallest amount of luck, I a feel. A jot. Like prevent a dash. <laughs> a dash of luck, and I feel like you're not going to get into a saw situation. Uh, you guys have anything else? We're pretty much up at the hour. Are we, yeah? yeah. No, uh, I think that was, yeah, Scotland. I wanted to, the voting thing. and uh, Oh, I watched uh, John Verrill's uh, LARP, the series. Oh, yeah. How was that? Yeah, it was really good. I'm going to write like a detailed article about oh. it uh, for the website. And John and I very much, uh, Scottish John, we very much uh, enjoyed it. We we liked. Can you say it. what was charming about it? I will in my article. Okay, exciting. Also, if you want more information about that, we had the Mongo plug yourself. Yep. I didn't know that. I had wow. no idea. You checked the website. Neither a lot. you. <laughs> ni- no, but I mean, I saw that you posted it, but I didn't know. Like, and I talked to John Farrell, and I talked to you, and neither one of you mentioned this. And I was like, all this time, I've been preparing stuff to write for them. Huh. Huh. 
Well, uh, if you want updates from the website, I suggest you like us on Facebook and check out the site on a regular basis, and then you won't be like Sophie, and you might know what happens. Fuck you, Keith. <laughs> Fuck you. Love you, Sophie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's it. Yep. Nine and five entertainmentism. Hooray, everybody. I'm John Keith Scott and Sophie. Sure you are. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9 to 5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.